live and pre-recorded. This is the Bread Ticket Booze Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on November 14th. 2018 to hit the internet's November 15th. How the hell are you, huh? How's it going, huh? Well, you look you look great. You've been working out? Look at that. Jeez, you're all jacked and big. Come on. Okay, seriously. You need a cycle? You need a juice? Tell me. Tell me. You're just eating more. Oh. Oh, it's actually... Oh, you're fat. Okay, got it. Oh, is it a haircut? No shower? Okay, got it. How's everybody doing, huh? I'm coming to you live and pre-recorded from Northern California. Smoky Northern California. And, and I do mean that. It is horrendous out. I'm two, two and a half hours away from Butte County, uh, you know, the, the, the camp fire, which is a terrible name. You know, I don't mean light, make light of the situation, but, uh, can we, can we do a better job with that? You know, get the hurricane people on this and do something that that's, that's, that's the camp fire. Anyways, again, not make, not trying to make light of it cause it's, it's not a, uh, a, a nice situation, but, um, but it literally is like, it's so bad outside right now, even two, two and a half hours away. That you know when you're you're at a campfire and you know you're you're putting the logs on there and you're you're starting you're showing everyone that you know how to fucking do it. It's like yeah, yeah I built a fire before yeah you got plenty of lighter fluid and you know all that shit throw it on there boom all right roast the dogs. But this the 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 you know you put the logs on you and you you take the newspaper and you you don't twist you don't crinkle it you twist it twist it yeah like your uncle Roman says yeah that that's how he's heating the flu while the rest of the human beings in the room are freezing to death. Anyways, <laughs> but you know when you're like you're, you're around the campfire too long and you're like, all right, I gotta back away. I'm starting to like, I, I know, I know how I'm gonna smell right now. My clothes are gonna reek. That's how it is outside. Two two and a half hours away, it stinks outside. Like the other day, I mean, I didn't even go outside yet. I just opened the door to my garage. It smelled like there was a campfire in my garage. And no, it was just outside. It is unhealthy levels of smoke. Uh, I took a walk at work on uh, Friday. And, you know, I didn't feel too bad until I got back to the office. Enormous headache. I, uh, I went home. I stayed in a dark room until my head got right. Until my head got... You know, you, you got to make it right. Got to make it right. Got to get right. Got to get right. Just said that last time. Last time, just... Last time. Got to get right. But I, I got right. And, uh, but it is, it is, it, it's not improving. It's, it's to the point where they're, they're canceling outdoor events. Uh, I know the local colleges, local high schools, local... I don't know, to make the little kids go. I'm, I'm sure that it was all schools, not just high schools, but they're canceled. I mean, they don't want people around. They see people with the masks. I have not gone for the mask yet because I'm not going to be outside. Now, if I had a job where I was outside a lot, I, I probably would definitely entertain that. Although, I don't really know how much the masks would actually do. It's your breathing. It's basically just like slowing down the process. It's the inevitable. It's like eventually that disgusting air is going to get through the mask and you're going to breathe it. But there's going to be a barrier here first. Yeah, seems I, I call bullshit on it. I call shenanigans, horseshit. Masks are fake bullshit. But that—that's what's going on right now. Um, haven't really been able. This weekend, I was inside most of the weekend. Um, really didn't, couldn't really go anywhere. And I feel like such an asshole. Like, say, oh, I couldn't go anywhere. I had to stay inside because of the smoke. And you know, people are fucking dying and losing their homes and everything. And I'm sitting here. Oh, I had to stay inside and watch Jack Ryan on on Amazon Prime Video, which is a awful show, by the way. I don't know if I'm just getting more cynical. Is that possible? Getting more cynical about everything. This is another show. I saw the the the, the House on Holy Hill, House on Haunted Hill. Whatever, the, the haunted show on Netflix, which I thought was atrocious. Everyone loves it. I, I thought it was dumb. Um, it was stupid. I don't do monster movies. I don't know why that's Stanley. Who cares? 
we'll get to that. Uh, but you know, we we I watched Jack Ryan with John Krasinski, who I liked him as Jim in The Office, but he he he's not a good actor. He he seems like the guy that you'd hang out with, and he's just trying to act. Uh, I never read any of the 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 books by Tom Clancy, but I mean, it is such hokey garbage. I mean, it's, it's your classic shoot it up, you know, blow up, uh, you know, give me the secret password to the key. The Arabs are trying to kill us sort of thing. And, you know, so, I mean, you got your spy thriller angle to it. But, like, Jack Ryan, I mean, Krasinski's character is so, so self-righteous. It's so hokey. I mean, I'm, I'm almost done with it, by the way. I mean, there's only eight episodes. But it, it's it's good mindless watching if you're interested in the Amazon Prime channel. Um, but, God almighty. <laughs> That's not a good show. Uh, so how's everybody doing, huh? We are we are here. We are in the middle of November. We uh, I didn't do the podcast yesterday. I was going to do it, but I wanted to kind of hear what the uh, future of Kirk Menahan is. And I know a lot of people probably don't give a shit. They're probably like, Brian, why you know you 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 have a podcast that a lot of times goes towards New York sports stuff. Why do I give a shit about this personality in in Boston? Yeah, you had him on the show. Huh? He's funny. He swore a lot. Huh? I thought he was great. By the way, I'm a Mina fan. Um, but he is not returning to uh, the Kirk and Callahan show on WEI. And some of you go, oh, wow, great. Some guy I don't know is is not going back to a show I don't listen to. Awesome. Well, I think he might be a part of your lives soon because he is going to have his own show on Radio.com strictly there. So he will be able to say bad words like poo-poo and pee-pee and uh, no one can stop him. And I, I'm getting the idea it's going to be a national show, not necessarily about sports. could be about anything. So I am kind of looking forward to that. He's been out with the, uh, you know, mental health issues, but then it seemed like he's gotten better and he's been saying, why am I not on the radio? Yada, yada. So he was on Richard Dyche's podcast. Uh, and boy, there was a lot of people into, I would not be shocked if tomorrow you looked at iTunes and that was the, one of the most downloaded podcasts in all of iTunes yesterday. I mean, he was like number two or three subscribed to yesterday or today in the sports. And I don't think he's normally there. So. Richard Fan, I love and loathe him. Richard Fan. <laughs> Richard Dice, love and loathe him. Uh, you know, friend of the podcast, but, I mean, he's... Oh, God. You know, this is the thing, and I'm, I'm not trying to give Richard Dice career advice. Obviously, he's done a lot better than I have in the the biz, because I do what I want, and, uh, you know, I, I, I will continue to do my want. I don't give a shit. But, you know, he, he, he has... Th- here's the thing. You have Kirk Menahan on here about his future, when a, when a big personality in sports media. And and what is like the next show that you're trying to tease? It's like, oh, check in next time on the sports media podcast. You know, we're going to have Rebecca Lobo on and some other people for like a round table in the state of women's college basketball. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, maybe he really does love college basketball, but like, it's so perfect for Daish to be like, oh yeah, yeah, I love college basketball. I mean, there's nothing more than a woke trophy than some guy in the media saying, talking about his passion for women's college basketball. Again, you know, maybe he sits at home and his kids are like, I want to watch LeBron. He's like, hey, let's appreciate four corners and a chess pass from this Louisiana Tech team. I mean, this is how the game is supposed to be played. Yeah, but I want to see him dunk. Oh yeah, yeah. You ever seen four corners? Huh? You ever seen a full court press like that? I don't think so. Sit down. Now let's watch those old tapes of Pat Summit in Tennessee. Maybe he does that. Who knows? I, 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 I can't imagine it's authentic, though. Maybe the guy gets into it. Like, you know when you're like watching swing? Yeah, there we go. Swing the beer. Maybe that's what he does. But I, whatever. He knows what he's doing. I'm not, again, 
I am no, I am no one to be giving career advice in that, in that, in that area, but I don't know what it is. All sports media has been pissing me off. Nothing really happened. I was talking with, uh, the great Simon Yonkers the other day and I, you know, I was talking with, uh, somebody else on Twitter today and I'm just so sick of fucking everything. Oh, Brian, why? That's fresh. I, I, I know it's, it's not like I'm saying anything new, but where, where, where I'm trying to find this other guy. I think I talk with this guy. I, I want to give him his proper due. Um, Ira Jets 420. <laughs> it's not Ira in Staten Island, I don't think. If it is, he, he's definitely got a different persona on uh, on Twitter than you would imagine. Mike, yeah, so we got to Tennessee on Thursday. I've been scouting out the team practices. Yeah, they look good, yeah. Uh, but think about it. When's the last time you actually read something of substance in sports and were like, you know what, that was really good. That was really good. Because, no, everything now is reduced to little blurbs. And everyone – here's the other thing, too. And not to get too political. But everyone is just these liberal, little liberal pissants. And it's – it's how about we go back to you just writing the story, the really good, like, long story. I have no problem writing the long story. But I want to read your, like, you know, your 15-tweet thread about Trump afterwards. Cool. You live in Brooklyn. Awesome. You know, you're not from Brooklyn. You live there now. You think you're better than me. It always has to be political. It's an echo chamber. We all say the same things. You don't really, really write stories anymore. No one disagrees with anyone. And you feel that you're doing some sort of, some great thing because you're using your platform. Your platform of Twitter to say the same dumb shit, to quote tweet things, or just respond in, you know, the black guy really surprised Jeff. Like, hey, what's going on here? Tilting his head. Or the white guy blinking his eyes. Or Jennifer Lawrence saying, oh, okay. Or the Jack Nicholson shaking his head from the departed. Like, do you have any fucking creativity? I feel like I have more creativity just being angry on this podcast than half these fucking people. Write your goddamn article and shut up. It is ruined. I, I don't read anything anymore. Like, I used to actually read something. Like, you know, that was a really good article on uh, whatever. I don't know. Hal McRae. I don't... It's not true. The only thing Hal McRae is good for is that video where he throws the phone. That, if you have never seen the Hal McRae blow up, look that up on, on YouTube. Thank me later. Am I right? <laughs> That's me slapping my back. But... I, I just can't even, I don't know if there's any way we can go back to, again, the great Simon Yonkers, when I was talking to him, he's just, a, you can't put the tube back in the toothpaste. It's only going to get more ridiculous with this shit. Because, you know, I think a lot of it is political in the sense that, well, you know, well, it's a lot of political what I, what I mean is, you know, with Donald Trump. And listen, I understand. I'll say it from the beginning. Donald Trump is not your normal president. Things are not supposed to be like this. We, we are in the social media age. All right. We are in the social media age. And guess what? We ain't going back. It's like food prices. You know, milk one time was like five cents. You know, it's three. I don't even know how much does milk cost. I don't even, I don't buy milk, but let's just say it's three, $3 a gallon. You know, in five years, it's not going to go back to one fifty. It's just going to keep going up We're there's no, again, we're just going forward. We're going to still be crazy with this. When Donald Trump's gone, you can bring in the most moderate Republican and it's still going to be crazy like this, or you can bring in the most moderate liberal. And the other side's going to go nuts about this. We're all so divided. It doesn't matter anymore. And Clay Travis, well, well, I think he's a fucking idiot. I do like his side just from the sense that, you know, he offers a different perspective. Although he's a phony too, by the way. I don't know why I'm going all Phil Mushnick about this, but Mushnick's a perfect example in the sense he still remains the same guy. And and I know, I hate Mushnick. He's a hack. Blah, blah, blah. I I hate it. You, You hate him. I get it. Wonderful. He still does his job. 
exactly the same way he did before all of this social media garbage where we had to be a hybrid of a goddamn personality. Oh, well, this is my take on this. Well, let me tell you about the Affordable Care Act. Oh, did I tell you about the fucking war? Oh, but do wins matter? Let's talk about abortion. Hey, asshole, pick one and move on. I don't care anymore. You're not important. That's, that's, that's the problem. So many of these media people think they're important. You're not. You're just like every other asshole. Every other asshole with a check mark where somebody told you you were special. That's all you are. But you're not. I know I'm not. I'm well aware. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. I look in the mirror every day and I say, that is a man who is not special. That is a man who is not important. And you know what? His views are sometimes so off base and so ridiculous that I don't even like hearing from myself. The voice is in my head. Holy shit. Anyways, that, that, that kind of came out of nowhere, but it's kind of been wearing on me lately. Just, I'm so sick of fucking everybody. Anyways, <laughs> beautiful beginning of the podcast. Am I right? Uh, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. So, uh, what was I going to talk about? No, do that. So the MLB, uh, is over, obviously. Well, not over. They're, they're going to play again. There will, there will be another season, but we are in the midst of, uh, Oh, this is where everyone gets their awards. And, you know, I, I got to call out the Yankee fans here. You, you guys are that upset about Miguel Andohar losing to Sheho, she, Shohai, Shohei Otani. Granted, I think Andohar should have won. Why do you care that much? It is a piece of hardware. These these same asshole sports writers that 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 I just rallied against, and you probably agreed with a lot of it if you've listened to this podcast normally, that you probably agreed with, they decided to get together and vote, and now all of a sudden we give a shit what they say? Who cares? I, I, I guarantee you, Miguel Andahar was like, eh, I probably should have won it. Eh, anyways, I'm going to go back to being young, famous, and uh, probably very rich soon. Well, all of us are on Twitter whining and crying about it. These awards are so inconsequential to anything. They are not given out on the field. You don't get to second base and someone gives you an award. The, the, the games happened. They're over. I just, I don't understand. I just wish they would get it all over with. And for, I mean, listen, there are more out there of you than there are of me. Because obviously everyone still loses their shit over this. Oh, Jacob DeGrom better win. Why? What if he doesn't? Like, does that, does that change his season? Does that change the result of his season or the Mets season? Oh, well, he won the MVP. So, or he won the Cy Young. So you got to remember, you know, you got to remember that in 2018 with the Mets. No, I, I, who cares? It's, it's so unimportant. So that's my deal with MLB. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. Uh, was there anything else? There hasn't been any trades or anything. No, we'll keep moving on. Some guy's getting to an argument with me on Twitter here. I'm not really sure what his angle is. You like how I phrase that too? Some guy's getting into an argument with me on Twitter. Not not me getting into an argument. He says, let's see here. So CC can get into a get into a drunken mess at an airport, a drunken mess brawl out late night on the road, and dessert bus team bus team? Dessert bus team before a playoff game for rehab, and he's a warrior, but Machado doesn't run out of grounder, and he's got character issues. GTFOH, get the fuck out of here with your bullshit nonsense. Um then somebody says, the difference is that one guy's issues happened off the field while the others happened on. And, uh, yeah, okay. All right. And then I said, CC's likable. Machado is not. So I, I think that's uh, 100% true. And then he said to me, I, this is blow by blow of my Twitter actions with uh, 
Michael Pollock on Twitter. Uh, boy, he's really going at everyone. Okay, so I'm not the only one. LOL, so just say that. Don't hide it behind false nonsense about who's a good character guy and who's not. And I just said, I just said that. I just said it. I'm not hiding behind anything. Why are you, why are you yelling at me? Stop it. I don't even know you. <laughs> you having fun there? <laughs> I don't even know you. All right. Uh, do I have anything else to talk about today? So I went out of my comfort zone. I did something a little different the other day. And uh, I, I never do trendy shit. I hate trendy stuff. Uh, like I always say to people, this is my example whenever I say I don't do trendy things. Like I watched Sopranos like 15 years after the fact. That, that's how much I hate trendy stuff. But I went to one of these paint night things. Yep. You know, when you go to a bar and, you know, you see the rest of the rest of the drunkards there looking at you like, look at these assholes. I'm just here for a couple of beers and look at these that they got their little bibs on and their brushes and they're painting happy little trees and moonbeams and and all sorts of rainbows. Look at this. I just I felt like because I wasn't drunk enough. So I, I just saw these guys like playing pool and like looking at us and I'm like, oh, God, can, can we switch spots? <laughs> I want to be that guy playing pool. I want to be glaring at someone because I think I'm better than them, more manly. But it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. And I think my painting was pretty good. Um, I can put it on Twitter. I, I think I did put it on Twitter briefly. And then I said, no, I don't want my face or everyone else's face on Twitter. Um, so, but it was an amazing painting. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's truly amazing. If you'd like to see it, I'll, I'll put the entire thing on Twitter. But the only thing, we had a woman that was that was running it, which she was just... Yeah, she probably had about 18 cats in her house. Like, she definitely looked like a cat lady. But it was like every sexual innuendo you could think of, like the brush and the thick. Oh, well, this one's the middle one. I call him Magic Mike because he always gets the job done. It's like, okay, you know. The first few innuendos are funny, but like after that, it's like, okay, can you, can you get some new material, like hating on sports writers for like the umpteenth time on your podcast? Seriously. So. She just, oh, just, just a little bit, just, just dip it in there. And then that, that's all you need to get it done. It's, oh God, lady, just, just shut your mouth. Just stop it. But I will say the experience itself was not, wasn't near, was not nearly, wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be. So I am uh, becoming a trendy asshole. Uh, what else? I'll maybe get Bobo tea tomorrow. And, uh, well, I've already done the brewery stuff. Yeah. So I'm there. Um, so, you know, if you think of any other trendy things that I can just basically lose my manhood, my personality, my courage and conviction, uh, I'd love to, to just send them my way, you know, at Brian Buck 13, at red ticket blues and this podcast. If you want to hear me complain about how my life is falling apart too. It's on iTunes, TuneIn radio, Stitcher, Google play, YouTube, and, uh, yeah, so I got all that going for me. All right. So I saw Francesa. Francesa is just, boy, it, it looks like it may happen. He might actually lose the ratings to Michael K, but that show is dreadful. I, I again, I, I really, really don't have a ton to add when it comes to Francesa because I don't listen to the show anymore. I don't. I, I think he's, he's really angry. He, he's gotten angrier and I feel like the anger is no longer borderline. Is it real or is it not real? I think it's real. Because I think he realizes that this return was a bad idea. And this is not something you can scrap right now. Especially you can't scrap it and then expect to still continue to be in media. I mean, he, he can go through this and then maybe transition to something else. It's also, Mike, you're in your 60s too. Like, you have a boatload of cash. Why don't you go to, I don't know, do something. Well, he is doing something. But do something and not this. Your time has passed. I mean, Kirk Menahan was saying this on Richard Dice's podcast. You know, I think we've reached the point with traditional sports talk. I think we've reached that stratosphere. I stratosphere. I think we've reached that plateau where it's like, can we keep doing this? Can we keep doing the same thing? 
can we keep just oh we got this beat writer on today oh wow you know and so when you got that base hit in the seventh it, did so-and-so say what he was thinking there it's just like this is all mind-numbing just minutia it's not real and i and i i don't know what it is if it's just overhaul i used to eat this shit up with a spoon i used to love this stuff listen to wfan sports talk angry sports talk and i and it has nothing to do with california because it started happening when i was in connecticut it's just i i think we've reached a point where this is no longer interesting i can't do it anymore and I guess the argument could be made from those Twitter assholes with check marks and say, all right, we say it's not interesting. Well, I'm trying a different medium. I'm venturing into the world of politics. I'm venturing into the world where I smell my own ass and everyone else smells each other. And then we just dance around like, like you know, in, in, in a circle, like, like just, you know, animals. Do animals do that? Whatever. But, uh, I mean, that's what Francesa is. I mean, he brings a little different element to it because he's so angry. And, uh, but... But anyways, where was I going with all this? So Stan Lee. Now, Stan Lee, Marvel Comics. I've never bought a comic book in my life. I think I've seen one superhero movie in my life. I'm not a superhero guy. You know, someone calls up and uh, says, you know, Stan Lee died. I'm like, who? Who? Who's Stan Lee? And, you know, Monzo tells him, oh, who cares? I mean, that that's Mike. I bet you if he, uh, had, you know, if he had a mulligan, he'd take that one back. Not even just because I don't know who Stan Lee is, which he clearly didn't. And he didn't care about comics. The fact he said, who cares to anybody dying? You know, I could be like, Mike, you know, I'm really sad. I was really close to my neighbor. He died yesterday. You know, I mean, imagine him saying that. Oh, who cares? I think Mike just, Mike is trying to be, I think there's a lot more acting. He's forced a lot. Because I'll tell you, I mean, I jumped in with all the rest of the idiots. That was just like, how dare he say that about Stan Lee? I mean, come on. I mean, sometimes I like to just run with the crowd to see if I can get some tweets, uh, some likes, some retweets. Oh, I'm a fraud. Absolutely more listeners to the podcast so they can listen to me. And then they finally hear the end result and say, Oh, well, so that guy was a fraud. But I mean, I, I, I really didn't think it was that big of a deal. I mean, Stanley, I mean, I know he's a big deal, but I don't know. I wasn't broken up about it. It was just like, wow, yeah, Marvel comics, that's a big deal. But you know, I mean, there are some people in the comic book geeks who are, listen, I know that's an enormous deal for them, but I, I, I couldn't besmirch Mike that much much for saying he didn't know who Stan Lee was, but the who cares? Like I said, the mulligan, I'm sure he, uh, he could probably, probably ask for that again. Say it's just an individual dying. Who cares? The only two things Mike cares about, you know, in terms of death one, if he knew them, he knew them very well. And if he didn't know them, who cares? That's, that's really where we're at. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. I see this here. Yankees have been getting trade interest with Jacoby Ellsbury, which I don't believe for a second, who's due $42.3 million. Why are there two M's? There should be one, right? Mamillion? Over the next two years. I guess he does it again, too. Max Wild. This is, is this a real person, Max Wildstein? I see his name all over the place. Oh, is Gotham? Oh, he's with Gotham. Okay. He's got a check mark. How does that happen? Yankees fans for Mets fans? Yankees fans for the Mets? Um, who's due to $42.3 million over the next two years, along with $5 million buyout for 20 New York could probably have to eat some money and have some prospects. Also, Ellsbury has a full new trade clause. I don't see why anyone would be interested in Jacoby Ellsbury on any level whatsoever, even if you're a crappy team. Like, oh, we're going to bring in a real established clubhouse leader for these young players. Like, they're going to look at him and be like, oh, my God, that's that guy that got injured and, you know, steals money from people. Why would they want him? No team wants him. 
Ellsbury doesn't want to go anywhere either. Ellsbury would probably retire and just be like, I want all my money. That's the only way I'm retiring. I don't believe that for a second. What else is on Twitter? Just people arguing. It's just right now. It's just people arguing, which is what it always happens. And all these bad, like baseball rumors source. If Mariners look to deal Robinson Cano in the winter and roster rebuild, the Yankees are reportedly still his preferred destination. He has a full no trade clause. Like this is all just these people with full no trade clauses. We're just making up shit, just making up lies, making up lies and political takes. Is there anything worse? I've been trying to not go on Twitter as much just because I, I feel my, like my life slipping away just being on Twitter. I've tried actually doing some new things. I don't know what they're really going to help me with. I guess I can, it's good to put on a resume, but I've been actually taking coding classes, free ones. They're all on the internet. I mean, listen, they're, they're, they're challenging and I'm quite the beginner. So I don't think I'm going to be hired for any uh, programming job, you know, six figures anytime soon, but you know, HTML classes, CSS and uh, Excel language at VBA. So I'm, I'm just trying to do stuff to awaken my brain from, from just garbage of Twitter. It's, I might, I, oh God, I, was, I might actually put that like screen limit on my phone where they say you can only go on this app for that much. And then that that's almost like you have an, you have a problem. You have a problem that you need someone to tell you to stop doing things. That's like something sitting there watching you drink beer, just like staring, standing there. <laughs> that's number four. Be careful. <laughs> As you can tell, I don't have a ton to talk about this week. NBA, Jimmy Butler is traded. Oh, the Sixers. Oh, they're a super team. Oh, my God. Draymond and Kevin Durant got into a fight. Oh, and Kevin Durant's ultimately going to the Knicks, which makes so much sense because, you know, Kevin Durant's a total ring chaser. And, uh, you know, now he's going to go to the Knicks, who stink. Um, I saw some – what did somebody say? <laughs> some Knicks fan. And I know, like, the agent is, like, a Knicks fan, and he's, he's supposedly he's going to be involved with the organization or whatever. But, like – I saw somebody who's like, yup, KD's coming. And the stupid Jack Nicholson thing from The Departed, like, yes, yes. Someone underneath is like, yup, give me that. Give me, give me Knox, Porzingis. Uh, so Knox, Porzingis. What was it? Yeah, Knox, Porzingis, Durant, Zion Williamson from Duke, and Kemba Walker. I like that starting five. It's like, this this ain't, you know, NBA 2K. Like, you cannot just put together these teams. This is what, what Knicks fans, this is what they do now. They try to put some sort of investment into the game and try to take something positive out of it. And then the rest is just looking at players' contracts and saying, well, it's a free agent in two years. He's a free agent for four years. I mean, just got to wait for him. Just got to wait. Players are going to continue coming into the league and out of the league. And Knicks fans are just going to be waiting for them to sign with the Knicks for whatever reason. Because, you know, the, like it's, you know, 1950. And the only way you can get a Coca-Cola dealership is playing in New York, L.A. or Chicago. Because, I mean, the internet doesn't exist or anything. Guys, guys, guys. I know you're looking for some sort of beacon of hope. But Kevin Durant is not playing for the Knicks. Just... Stop it. Just stop, stop, stop it. I will eat my hat. I have several hats. If he goes in place for the Knicks. Which he won't. Uh, I think that's about it. Um, yeah, I don't really have a ton of else to talk about. I mean, I could complain. I could just go on and on. Maybe some of you guys like that. And gals. Uh, just talk about how much I, I Twitter consumes me, yet I hate it so much. And all the sports writers on there. It just... I don't know. I, I do... That's why I've been trying to get away from it, honestly. Trying to put... We are here for a small part of our lives. You know? Like Kevin Durant, a small, minute... Minute? Minute? 
minuscule part of his life, his athletic life, and he's going to play for the Knicks. We are for a small part of my life. I don't want to be in my deathbed going, oh, how many retweets did I get on that? Oh, is so-and-so still suspended? Are you really going to say, oh, wow, I did coding? But yeah, I know. You know, listen, I'll probably forget about it in a few weeks and be like, oh, well, that was too hard. I mean, now I got to make, you know, photoshops and gifs and, you know, whatever. So that is the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. A little shorter than normal. Uh, lack of, why is my phone keep lighting up? That's strange. That is strange. Again, I, I love these, these calls from like, that are like almost my phone number. Oh my God, it could be me calling. Oh my God, actually, oh wow, it's just a college loan thing. I paid off my college loans. Would you like to defer them? Screw. All right, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm boring you at this point. So uh, any, any anything I could recommend? The Jack Ryan, I'd, I'd, I would take a look at that. Oh, and I'm sorry, Joe Bags. You know, I'm sorry you didn't like the Bob Marley song last time, all right? Just kidding. You're a good guy. Uh, yeah, I know Bob Marley's not not for everyone. I get it. You know, I know reggae isn't for everyone, too. I don't know, for me, it just uh, before I ever smoked weed in my life, I loved Bob Marley. I just, I like the relaxation, you know, just doing things around the house and, you know, whatnot. I'll just play it and it's relaxing. I get it. And it's not for everyone. I understand. So, so Joe Bags, I apologize. But he agreed with everything else in the podcast. So uh, I, uh, I commend him. Is there anything else? I felt like there was something else I was watching that I wanted to recommend. Well, if you know the great Simon Yonkers, I think that's three times it's been talked about three times. You know, he's long been a, a fan of the Golden Girls. And uh, sometimes you just need something to watch when you're going to bed. And on Hulu, I've been watching the Golden Girls. What an awful show, but I absolutely love it. I mean, here, here's a plot the other day. So Sophia, Estelle Getty, decides, you know, she's obviously in the show. She's, well, real life at that time anyways. She's old, very old. She's the mother, even though she was actually younger than B. Arthur. Little known fact. Actually, it's very known. But... She decides she wants to get married, right? So they get married. She gets married to some guy from the neighborhood in Brooklyn. And, uh, you know, they're in Miami now. And uh, they don't have anywhere to live. So they're they're staying in the home with, with all the gals. And uh, the Golden Girls, if you will. And, you know, and Dorothy's taking a shower. B. Arthur, he walks in. There. So just the, And he walks into the shower. Just your classic hijinks of an 80s sitcom. And they decide, all right, well, let's let's start a pizzeria. Because nothing screams old neighborhood Brooklyn like two geriatrics start in a pizza parlor, huh? So they start a pizza parlor on this obviously fake, fake soundstage that's supposed to be a beach. It's probably one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. It is so bad and so... I realize they don't do these things on set a lot of times, but this was this was subpar even for 80s sitcom, uh, uh, you know, uh, production. So Dorothy has been so uh, ner- Am I real? Is this really where the podcast has gone now? I am reciting plots to the Golden Girls. If if anything says I've extinguished all topics to talk about in this podcast, I think we've reached that point. I think we have reached the point of uh, well, point of no return. I guess we just got to keep going. <laughs> But she's, she's, Dorothy has started smoking and I forget what was the reason she started smoking. Oh, because she was so worried or so upset that her mother got married, which still didn't make any sense to me, but you know, who cares? But supposedly, you know, she's smoking and uh, she thought that she threw a cigarette butt out and burnt down. The restaurant is burnt. The pizza parlor is gone. I don't even, I don't even know. You know, they had one great day and uh, it was on beach day or something and <laughs> So it burns down. She thought she did it, but it was actually a uh, electrical uh, issue, which 
Again, it was that quick. It was like, oh, mom, I'm so sorry. I burnt down the place with a lit cigarette, but some electrician just shows up. He's like, hey, actually, uh, it was uh, an electrical thing, so don't worry about it. And then it's like, oh, it's all forgiven. And then uh, Sophia decides she shouldn't have got married. And uh, they separate her and uh, the old guy from the neighborhood or whatever. So I'm sorry if I spoiled that one for you, but that, that's that's the kind of idiocy. And, you know, the great sassy one-liners from all of them, you know. Dorothy's ugly, uh, Blanche is a slut, Sophia's, Sophia doesn't take anything, she just gives it out, and Rose is a moron. I mean, that's basically the plot of the show, and it goes on and on. And Sophia, does, does Sophia ever get shit on? I, I, I've yet to see it, but I think we've exhausted, forget about exhausting the podcast for uh, total, but definitely this one. So, uh, if you actually enjoyed this, I can break down more Golden Girls episodes, if that's really what you want to hear here. Here, here, at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues on Twitter. Uh, remember, listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Any of those uh, any of those forums, you want to leave a review, we greatly appreciate it. You're all of my children, uh, all of God's children and uh, my children. Uh, definitely iTunes and Stitcher, those are the big ones. Uh, iTunes, is the big, iTunes is the biggest, so... Just do do me a favor if you haven't already left there, and uh, you know again, you know just take someone's phone. You know you're going there for Thanksgiving next week. Just say, hey, can I see your phone for a second? I know this podcast. Listen, the guy's not that good, but he's always begging for you know you know reviews. Can I just use your phone? Well, I don't know. What kind of shut up and just give me your password and do it. Very easy process. I want you to go around the table and do it next week, uh, and I will remind you. But uh, that that's your duty, <laughs> your duty. So I will. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. What am I doing this weekend? Anything interesting? I haven't even thought about it. Oh my God. Because my weekends are just so crazy. I mean, painting and dodging smoke. Well, I want all of you to have a great weekend. No football talk either, huh? I thought the Jets were going to fire their coach. I I have not watched, again, I, I don't want to keep saying it every episode, but I the, the, the amount of football that I watch is, I'd maybe say two quarters total a week. If that, I don't know if it's that much. I've just been... I don't know. Maybe maybe this week if the smoke holds up, I have nothing else to do. I'll probably will watch some. And plus, I'm stuck out here. You know, I got rid of the package. Yeah, I still got it. Eh? You know what I'm talking about? Eh? But I mean, I got rid of the NFL package. And the Raiders. This is these are the games again. The Raiders and the 49ers. And then you get you know you get your extra you know weekly game. The, the, those are the games. Those are the games. Those are the games I get. That's the meal, Banya. So what, what what am I supposed to do with that? And then a Sunday night game, which, you know, that, that, that could be interesting. I don't know. Anyways, this is the a rambling part of the podcast. I want everyone thank you for listening. And we will uh, I'll talk to you next week. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Tell me what you did on your weekend. Do you have some recommendations for great shows I can put on the podcast? I'll even credit you. With all that being said, I'm going to And she came with the same type game, the type of girl giving out the fake cell phone the name. Big fame, big she fame. like catching big things. Jewel ship, money clip, phone flip the six range. Has seen her on the ass, spotted her more than once. Ass so fat that you can see her from the front. She spot me like paparazzi. Shot me a glance in that cat woman stands with the fat booty pants. Hot damn. What's your name, love? Where you came from? Neck and wrist laced up. Very little makeup. The swims at the Reebok gym. Tone your frame up a sugar and spice. The only thing that you made up. I tried to play a low key but couldn't keep it down. Accident she was like, yo, I'm leaving now. An hour later, Sam's from Jamaica. She's sipping Chris straight up. Shaking my little way.
lights up. Scene two. My fam throwing a jam for readers on the stand. Big things is in the plan. The brother Big Moon makes space for me to move in. Yo, this my man most. Baby, let me introduce. I turn around. You was the same pretty bird who I apparently observed. Trying to play me for the herd. Shocked to sell, she couldn't get it together. I just played along and pretended I never met her. How you feeling? No, I'm fine. My name is Moe. I'm Sharice. Heard so much good about you. It's nice to finally meet. He moves to the booth, preserve the crew, especially your honey love. Ended up sitting directly next to me. I'm tight, polite, but now I'm looking at her skeptically. His baby girl got all the right weaponry. Designer fabrics, shoes, and accessories. Chinky eyes, sweet voice. Call me mentally. Be conversated, made her laugh. Yeah, you know me, bro. Even though I know the steelo, she wild sweet, yo. I'm about to murk. I say peace to the family. She hop up like, how you gonna leave before you dance with me? Dance with me. She blew my whole hair with that girl. I was like, what? I played it low, though. I was like, yeah, all right, come on then, let's go. This is mad. This is so sick. I said, yo, honey was so blazing. She was, yo, she looked like Jane Kennedy, world born. To my mama, man. She was that L, man. She take it to the dance floor and she start whispering to me. Yo, let me apologize for the other night I know it wasn't right, but baby, you know what it's like Some brothers don't be coming right, I understand, I'm feeling you Besides, can I have a dance, ain't really that original We laughed about it, traced the arms across my shoulder blades They playing lovers rock, I got to fold the fingers on the waist Eating my butt up like the Arizona summer song finished And she whispered, honey, let's exchange numbers Weeks of waiting, late night conversation In the crib, heart racing, trying to be cool and patient She touched on my eyelids, the room fell silent She walked away smiling, singing great Isaac's like, if I don't, 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 if I Like an Idaho potato She called me at my jail Come now, I can't say no Gents and tree trunks Rocking a pee from Cocking her knees up Champion lover, not ease up Three months she call I feel I'm running a fever Six months I'm telling her I desperately need her Nine months Blue white symptoms Are shorty not around I need more than to knock it down I'm really trying to lock it down Midnight we hook up and go at it Burn a stoga, let her know Sweetheart, I got to have it She telling me commitment Is something she can't manage Wake up the next morning She gone like it was magic, oh damn it. This on Harrison full frantic. My number wasn't answered by my plot Taurus and chances. Who hit me up? I saw Sharice at the kitty club with some banging ass Asian playing. Lay it down and lick me up. What? Yo, can you believe that shit? She, I was like, what? Oh man, I was so sick. I was so sick though.